And we're back, Inform Nation. Glad that you're joining us once again here for episode 23 on the Inform Fitness Podcast, 20 Minutes with Adam Zuckerman and Friends. For those joining us for the very first time, let's go around the horn and introduce everybody. I'm Tim Edwards with the Inbound Podcasting Network and a client of Inform Fitness. And joining me here in person at the Inbound Studio is co-owner and general manager of the Burbank Inform Fitness location, Sheila Melody. Sheila, nice to see you three-dimensionally instead of 2D via Skype nowadays. Thanks yeah, for joining us. Yeah, this is fun. And still in boring old 2D through the magic of Skype is general manager of the Manhattan location, Mike Rogers. And the founder of Inform Fitness, New York Times bestselling author, Power of Ten, the once-a-week slow-motion fitness revolution, also affectionately known as the guru, Adam Zuckerman. What's up, fellas? Hey. I've never called him the guru. Never called him? No, ever? I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> matter of fact... Uh, then I'm, I'm going to start calling you now, the guru. Matter of fact, when, <laughs> now when Mike you will. is booking some guests on, our, on our, one of our podcast episodes, mm-hmm. he, in his letters he writes, and uh, my, my, he refers to me as his boss. I meant to talk to Mike about that, the saying, boss. refer to me as your boss. I don't... Refer to me as your... your I don't know. As your Anybody, superior. Anything? No. <laughs> 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 yes. Superior. Much better. The prime, right. min- the prime the minister of informed fitness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The boss, the okay, founder. colleague. Adam. You're, you're, His you're, Highness. You refer to me you're as, as me your to, colleague and okay. the founder okay. of Inform Fitness. Okay. You're going right. to go there? Okay. There he is. Colleague and founder. You're going to wish You're gonna wish I said boss next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the bosses have been having problems with his back, or at least he has in the past. And here in episode 23, we're going to refer back to a blog post of yours, Adam, from June of last year, 2016, Back Spasms from Exercise, which we'll have a link to in the show notes, of course, if you'd like to read them. In the blog post, Adam, you offer up a confession, and you mention a back injury that you suffered as a kid. Now, we'll get to that confession in just a moment, but let's start with the injury that you suffered. What caused the injury back many, 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 many decades ago? Yeah, I was a teenager, Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know exactly what caused the injury. I think... It was a combination of sports and being active, but I also had this weird uh, obsession about jumping staircases. <laughs> and, I, and, and when I think back on my on my childhood life, I really think that uh, my back injury uh, was from like trying to jump like down ten stairs or fifteen stairs. I tried to keep increasing the amount of stairs I can jump. I did the same and, stuff. I, I really although, did. You probably you probably hit your head one time, and that's why your memory is <laughs> yeah. or twice. But 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 I do remember when it, where it manifested itself. I mean, it could have been the stairs when when the back went out, when the back problem happened. I didn't feel it right away. Mm. It was during actually a basketball game. I was a point guard, and up until that point, I was a pretty good point guard, you know. And at this particular game. I couldn't cut to my left without, and there was no pain. I just had, I was very slow cutting to the left and the ball kept getting stolen from me at midcourt. And my father was watching the game. was like, that, and my coach and everybody was like, that's very unusual for Adam to get the ball just taken from him like that every time he brings the ball up. And it was that night that all of a sudden the back pain started. So I've been saying for years that I think it was the basketball game that I hurt my back with. Very likely, it was probably something before that that led up to it. And I'm thinking that crazy idea I had about jumping off of staircases. So 40, 35, 40 years ago is when this probably began. 
Yeah, um, I, the symptoms were were numbness in my left leg, in my right leg, uh, radiating down my leg. I couldn't bend uh, at all. I couldn't bend at my waist at all. I mm-hmm. couldn't sit for more than a couple of minutes without the pain. I had to stand or lie down. Wow. Uh, As a kid, I was a kid, and it was and and my leg, the back of my leg was in a lot of pain and, and very and numb at the same time. My calf was numb, and to this day, there is. Uh, slight numbness to my right calf compared to my left calf. Wow. There's some, I can feel some sensation, but it's definitely dulled. To this day, it hasn't, it's, never, it's never recovered. So there's probably a little bit of nerve damage back back then. So did you go to the doctor and find out what exactly happened? So we go to a doctor and I, remember I'm 11, right? And when you have these symptoms, as an adult, right away they say, let's look at the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as a child, the last thing they were thinking about was a uh, nerve compression of, of, of a herniated disc. So they were looking for everything else, including tumors of the spine. Wow. Oh my so there was a point there that I was meeting with oncologists and getting tests uh, at NYU, New York uh, University Medical Center, mm-hmm. to test for everything but a herniated disc. And when they eliminated all those things, they said, could this kid have a herniated disc? And they performed a procedure called a myelogram, which is a crazy procedure where they, they inject a dye into your spinal column and they turn you upside down on a table, literally upside down, and let the dye kind of go down the spine or really up the spine, right? Mm-hmm. And when they see the fluid, this dye that they inject into your spinal column, when they see that dye deviate to the right or the left, that's where the herniation is. And that's how they're able to determine herniate, disc herniations back in the day, in the 70s. They still do that procedure, but much less so. Sounds um, archaic. So, the, so a myelogram is, is an, more or less an archaic methodology now. MRIs have pretty much taken over that. So when they saw the fact that I had a, a, a disc... Uh, herniation. They were like, holy cow. And I had surgery. I had surgery uh, by a neurosurgeon. The surgery is called a laminectomy and part of the spine vertebrate, uh, there's something called a lamina. And the lamina was removed to pretty much reduce the pressure that was being pushed against it by, Mm -hmm. by the disc, pushing the nerve into the lamina. So they took away the lamina, no more pressure against the nerve and the pain went away. Mm-hmm. But there was a compromise there. There was a structural compromise done when you remove structure from your from your vertebrae. Mm. So ever since that surgery, I've been able to bend and I've been able to play all my sports and I've lived a, a, a fairly normal life. However, probably 10 years into post-surgery, I would start getting back spasms. Mm. These horrible, horrible, bring you down to your knees. Yeah can't move and if you breathe you go into another spasm Ugh. it's almost like being hooked up to a uh, a car battery and Jeez. every time you sit and you're you're kidnapped and every time you say something wrong they hit the switch and you're shocked that's what a back spasm is where there are sometimes i would be suffering spasms and if i try to move out of my position i would go right back into position it just nonstop spasm after spasm after spasm. And this can go on for hours. Uh, they're excruciating. It's literally like being shocked. Sounds you know, like torture. You it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's very painful. And this is in something case, you experienced in your 20s now, these back spasms? I've been experiencing those from my 20s up until now. Up yeah. until now. Damn, All right. 
honestly, I've seen Adam over the years mm. about a half a dozen times during the middle of a work day. It kind of come out of nowhere. It maybe, you know, I don't know if he worked out earlier that day or whatever, but like I've seen him have to go down to the ground and put a tennis ball on his, uh, oh. you know, just lay down on a tennis ball and stuff like that. You know, it's. Uh, and that's, and those are for the good ones. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they get, sometimes they got so bad that I would literally uh, get nauseated and, and want to vomit. Wow. Know? Oh my Pain goodness. Is just that. And it's just not, it's, it, and it's, it's relentless. It doesn't go away. And the only thing that, the only thing that makes it better is time. I mean, a couple of days on my back, it finally starts to subside. I also take Flexerol, which is a muscle relaxant, and that seems to take the edge off when things are really bad. All right, so that's that's the history. Let's fast forward a few years now, right? Because Adam, yeah. let's jump to the confession now. Because I'm going to tell you, if I'm listening to this and I'm hearing you, Adam Zickerman, the founder of Inform Fitness, suffering from back spasms, my first question, honestly, is: Well, did that happen? As a result of high intensity strength training, no, definitely not. Although I've been, I've tweaked it during workouts. Uh, the confession that you're referring to, this blog yes. that I wrote, mm -hmm. I was doing leg press and I was pushing myself. I set a new weight. I put a new. It was a new seat setting that put a little more strain on my back. Apparently, I was training myself and mm. a probably my thought went somewhere else and mm -hmm. my hips lift it a little bit and all they have to do is lift uh yeah. you know a millimeter mm -hmm. and bam i felt something it wasn't the spasm but i felt something i was like oh boy because usually you feel something and then it just progressively gets worse and you just i know i'm in for it like you know sometimes you feel that pain you know i've been doing i've been dealing with this for so long in my life you feel that initial pain and you say to yourself okay five more hours from now i'm gonna be on my back mm -hmm. i gotta get my ass home put that ice pack on and hope for the best. Yeah. And of course it, it comes, it does come more. And it came this last time. And this was uh, about less than a year ago. I remember we were recording some podcasts last year and you were really struggling uh, with your back during one of those episodes yeah. that we had. So this happened, that's your confession, Adam, in, in your blog post was Yeah, that, the confession is yeah. here I am exercise, quote unquote, guru, <laughs> acquaintance, coworker with, with a colleague. bad back, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's like, you know, it's like being an obese nutritionist or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> and they, I interviewed one recently, not to change the subject, but somebody came in looking for, you know, maybe some referrals, nutrition referrals, and she was overweight. I was like, come on. <laughs> so here you are, the, the, again, like we said, founder of Inform Fitness uh, on one of your machines. You just lost focus. And maybe one of the mistakes you made, I guess, was training yourself and someone not watching you as closely as all of the trainers at Informed Fitness do with their clients, and this happened. So there's that confession. So since this incident, Adam, that you mentioned in your blog post, have you had any back spasms? No, I haven't. And I think there's a, there are a couple of reasons for it. Mm -hmm. uh, one reason we'll talk about now, and another reason we'll talk about in, in, in another episode of our podcast. Real quick, Adam, is this the longest period you've gone without a back spasm? This is... I'm approaching the longest period I've gone without a back spasm right Excellent. now. Uh, as, an, as the last five years, I've been getting about maybe two or three back spasms a year. Now mm -hmm. it's been about a year since I've had one. I, when I was in my 20s, I only got one a year. The difference between when I was in my 20s and recently was they came more often and they healed a lot slower when I got older. 
When I was in my 20s and 30s, I'd get one. A couple of days later, back to new. Now, been lingering. My wife has been saying, wow, Adam, it just seems like your back is always hurting now, always crooked. Even when I wasn't in spasm, I, my posture was just off. I haven't, and, and it was always like this, uh, I would say, I would give it like a four out of 10 in terms of pain, uh, just ongoing. So I was always feeling something in my back at a level four. Mm. Spasms are a 10 plus, all right? Wow. When I'm about to go into spasm, sometimes there's an eight and seven. I can work. I can go to work with a seven and an eight and deal with it. And I, keep, I kept saying, this is muscular. This is, this is neuromuscular. This is not structural. I know it. I know my body. I know an MRI is not going to, it's going to be what they say in medicine. It's going to be unremarkable. It's not going to show much of anything. But I, of course, since they were lasting longer and becoming more frequent, I was like, what do I have to lose? You know, go get an MRI. What's the big deal? So I got it. And I got it about a year ago. And it showed some slight herniations, grade one, uh, you know, vertebrate slippage. But there are MRIs out there that show a lot worse and the patient is asymptomatic and they don't have any back problems. And there are people that don't show anything that have severe back problems. So my MRI was basically unremarkable and it didn't indicate anything major that would be causing all these spasms. Let's put it that way. So I was frustrated. I train people day in and day out with safe exercise and I strengthen their lower back. And there's that expression, you know, cobbler's children don't have any shoes. Yeah. Yes. I have to, here's another confession. I was not doing my back exercises that I keep imploring my patients to do or clients to do, to do that regular back extension, back strengthening exercise. And I wasn't doing any follow-up type of work like pelvic tilts, hip thrusts, things that could, well, create movement of that hip and lower back area. And I was working all the time. I was sitting. I was commuting long commutes. And I really wasn't doing what I thought I should be doing. So I just couldn't take it anymore. After the MRI came back and showed that there was nothing really to uh, write home about, I said, you know what? I just got to start taking care of myself. You know, I was doing all the, you know, the major exercises, the leg presses and the, and the chest presses and, you know, all the things that guys like to do. But uh, I was ignoring the lower back. So I've been doing that regularly now, absolutely regularly for the last year. And I have to say, especially in the last uh, four or five months, I am, well, for the first time in since I'm in my 20s, I can say that I don't feel my back anymore. I don't feel that thing there that's been following me around like a black cloud. Wow. I have literally no pain in my low back and it hasn't been this way uh, for quite a while now, knock on wood, because it can come at any time. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember the last time I can say I have, I've had no pain in my lower back. I mean, you know, you I've been keeping it at bay at a three and a four for, for months at a time. I can keep it at a three or four. Uh, but one long airplane ride or car ride and you know I'm back to a five and six or uh, funny funny enough uh, when I would do sports it would feel better so that movement mm. there's something to that movement that would make it feel better uh, I remember going skiing 
And uh, thinking to myself, I don't know if this is a good idea, dude. You know, I know you love skiing, but maybe it's time to mm-hmm. hang up the uh, the bindings. And uh, well, I went, and I'm telling you, they felt better. My back would feel better after after something like that, or long bike rides. My back would feel better. So there was something to that movement, which is all these things together made me say, let's take care of your back finally. And get on that low back extension machine on a regular basis. Do your pelvic tilts, ice. I would ice my back on a regular basis. I'd get massages on a regular basis. And here I am. What? And now you say on a regular basis. Are you talking weekly? Weekly you're doing a routine that supports your back. Yes. Weekly and daily. The weekly thing are, is the high intense low back extensions. The daily is the – I would ice it once a day for 20 minutes or so. I would do pelvic tilts. I would do some light stretches. And I would uh, also on a weekly basis, I'd have some manual therapy, some some deep tissue massage. And it's 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 the combination there thereof. uh, And, you know, I've been doing a lot of things, so it's hard to know which one of those things is actually the answer. Uh, It's probably the combination. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason we're doing this podcast, right, this episode of the podcast right now is because. You know, I think I'm onto something. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You see a a, a very and Mike has, dramatic and Mike, change. Yeah, and Mike has been also doing a lot of this stuff recently uh, with his patients or clients. Patients. And, and <laughs> yeah, you know, the thing is, I think uh, you know, all around health. From this is from my experience, and I've talked to chiropractors and physical therapists and orthopedists, and we've read lots of books on the matter, and I've, t- I've taken other courses in fitness, and. What I've learned is, uh, you know, our, our, there, there is our weekly exercise that we need to do, you know, for our strength. And we found a nice, safe, efficient way of doing that. But, you know, Adam mentioned some daily exercises. And, and I've prescribed very, very simple little things that take about five minutes on a daily basis. And people who are compliant to these little things, and these are just mobility exercises, activation of the muscles, nothing intense at all. And they involve little pelvic tilts, whether you're laying down on your back or you could be on all fours. It's like a, a, like a child pose, bird dog, some little uh, glute bridge, leg raises type of things, um, and, and very light stretches of the hamstrings and calves. And I found uh, unbelievable results from people in addition to their workouts that they come for once a week. And the, and the ones that are compliant, doing it three, four, or more times a week, within two weeks, they're feeling a lot better. So I think the formula involves some small daily exercises as well. And in addition to that, Mike, too, uh, I'll just speak for myself. I, I had some lower back issues. And when I first started at Inform Fitness, the leg press was really giving me some problems. And uh, Ann Kirkland, one of the trainers at the Burbank location, went in and made some adjustments to how I was sitting in the leg press. And I put something behind my back, Yeah, I lumbar pad. Ann has, a, has an additional certification in low back. And immediately fixed uh, whatever issues I was having with the leg press. So you do the same thing there, I'm sure, in New York as well. People yeah, come in. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, please. If you're in the wrong position... Things are not going to be good no matter where you are. And that's, right. I think, the benefit to being here is that we're this one-on-one, this slow motion. Uh, we have time to sort of assess and see what's going on, mm-hmm. first of all, to make sure that the, the seat position is correct and then to, uh, and, and to monitor your form throughout the set. That's right. And that's what happened to me, as I mentioned a few moments ago, as I was on the leg press 
having a few issues with my back, just a few minor adjustments from my trainer, and the back pain went away. Hey, guys, as you can tell by the music, our 20 minutes allotted for this episode is up, so it's time for us to wrap it up. It also means that for you on the other side of the speakers, if you began your high-intensity strength training workout at an informed fitness when we began this episode, you too would be wrapping it up for the entire week. Now, you'll be wiped out, but you'd be done, and you can begin enjoying your rest and recovery to prepare for next week's workout. And we'll do the same here at the Informed Fitness Podcast. We are going to continue our talk regarding back pain. We'll also be joined by Dr. Louis Fierro, a chiropractor who works with Adam in the Informed Fitness Active Rehabilitation Program. Dr. Lou will offer up his suggestions and solutions for those experiencing back pain of their own. Plus, we'll dive into the psychological aspects of a negative diagnosis, such as a back problem, and how that alone can prolong an illness or an injury. We'll share some interesting data that supports the notion that a simple attitude adjustment can change the course of your rehabilitation. Hey, if you'd like to give this workout a try for yourself, to find an Inform Fitness location nearest you, just visit informfitness.com. Now, at the time of this recording, we have locations in Manhattan, Port Washington, Denville, Burbank, Boulder, Leesburg, and Reston. And if you're not near an informed fitness location, you can always pick up Adam's book, Power of Ten, the once-a-week slow-motion fitness revolution. Included in Adam's book are several exercises that support this protocol that you can actually perform on your own at a gym nearest you. Hey, we have a lot planned here at the Informed Fitness Podcast that we can't wait to share with you. In the next few weeks, we'll be speaking with Gretchen Rubin from the award-winning Happier Podcast. We'll also be talking to Dr. Martin Gabala, author of The One-Minute Workout. And in another episode, Adam will be discussing a diet plan that, in his words, has changed his life. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, chiropractor Dr. Lou Fierro joins us next week. For Sheila Melody, Mike Rogers, and Adam Zickerman of Inform Fitness, I'm Tim Edwards with the Inbound Podcasting Network.